affectionately known as the Poop Police, Ms. India Holloway. Alcohol, the newest study on drinking. Okay, so this might just be enough to kill your buzz, especially if you're a morning drinker. Well, there are those people that wake up drinking and go to bed drinking, but we're going to give you the new study that challenges a couple things. First, the idea that a drink or two could actually be good for you. And then there's the latest study, which would you like to hear? Hmm? Do some of you, well, you know what it is. People want to hear what they want to hear. And some of you don't want to hear the latest study. You really don't. I'm telling you right now, hang up, go someplace else, because it is going to be a dizzy, <laughs> so to speak. Both of you, uh, I should say both of these things, whether you are, whether it's good for you or whether it's, uh, you know, the latest study, both are very interesting and I'm going to bring them both up and you're going to explore a couple things. First, <clears throat> the daily guidelines for drinking and then there's that. There's a thing, and a, a lot of you have never even thought of this or heard of it, that herbal supplements and alcohol may have interactions. Hmm. Very interesting. And then we're going to talk about what is the latest research on alcohol consumption. This is huge. This is huge. How about alcohol? And medications. How many people out there are on medications? Hmm? A lot. And and you drink and you take medications? Okay, you just might be in trouble. I'm going to tell you how all that works. And then what is it that we, we always want to hear? The safe levels because men and women are different. What are the safe levels for men? What are the safe levels for women? Do they give alcohol to rats to determine? Mm -hmm. And then last week we talked about the big belly fat, right? Big belly fat and alcohol. Wow. Go nowhere. Stay tuned. Today is October the 7th. October the 7th. Show of hands, please. Does anybody remember October the 1st? Right? And today is the 7th. Oh, my goodness. And today is a live broadcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this great planet. My name is India Holloway. I am an international colon hydrotherapist. I am an iridologist, a lecturer, the author of a book 
entitled The Body Doesn't Know How to Die. And uh, you can get this book on Amazon. You can get it in your local library, I'm told. And whatever, get the book and read it. You're, uh, you know, you come to me, my regular listeners, and I so love that you're there. So thank you for always being there. Thank you for your input. Thank you for listening. And for those that are listening for the first time, I want to say howdy and welcome uh, and invite you to come back every week at this very same time uh, and listen to the Inner Light Radio Uh you know, from 10 to 11 West Coast time, we're here every Wednesday. I'd like to take this moment to um, thank our men and women in uniform. As always, they are so special and deserve a hearty thanks for their dedication. And while we're thanking them, we're going to thank our men and women on the home front that are our first responders. Thank you for what you do. Our police officers, our firemen, and God bless the nurses. Okay, so this broadcast is not meant to heal or cure or treat any disease, but what we will do is educate you on your body. And Today's education, if you will, is on alcohol and drinking. And there's a lot of people that don't drink, but you may be associated with those that do. Or somewhere in your immediate surroundings, there's people that drink. So, yeah, I'm going to kill your buzz. I'm going to tell you the latest challenges and the ideas that's going on uh, with uh, alcohol because it's part of your health. First, I want to talk about how alcohol is metabolized in the body, right? Uh, approximately 20% when you drink a drink or drink drinks, 20%, approximately 20%, give or take, is absorbed into the stomach. Huh? Most of the remaining 80% is absorbed in the small intestines and is directly zoomed into the bloodstream. And once in the blood, the alcohol is rapidly transported to the entire body. Hmm? That's why you feel it in your feet. <laughs> you feel it in your head. You feel it in your fingers. You get tingly. It's all kinds of sensations that people have when they have alcohol in their system, which is an impact in the entire body, wouldn't you think? Right. What? Uh, do I talk about the latest research first? You know, I, I want to just bring up a couple things. Alcohol 
and ketosis because there's a lot of people out there that you know is on a ketose diet okay so this is what you need to know about ketosis and alcohol it it goes in through uh wait a minute let me let me drink some water here i got a bug in my throat just a moment so thank you for that so um ketosis right one glass of alcohol will kill ketosis did you know that? Because you're on a ketose diet and you're drinking alcohol, uh, whether it's once a day, whether it's just a sip a day, or whatever the case may be, it's killing the ketosis. So, uh, especially <clears throat> if you slow down your rate of ketosis, this is going to throw off a lot of stuff. The liver can make ketones out of alcohol. Hmm? Did you know that? And, and your alcohol and your liver is another whole Oprah. Most of the alcohol that enters into your body ends up in the liver. Mm? Ends up. Well, we talked about how it goes into the stomach, into small intestines, into the bloodstream. But most of the alcohol that enters your body eventually ends up in the liver. Where the vast majority of this alcohol metabolism, and the metabolism is how the body processes or how different parts of the body processes alcohol. So the vast majority of alcohol metabolism takes place in the liver. In general, the liver can process one ounce of liquor an hour. But wait a minute. Aren't you drinking more than that in an hour? So you end up uh, completely wasted because the liver cannot process faster than you're drinking and you're drunk. Okay, so, and then think about this. How long does alcohol stay in the body? Huh? As long as the liver is, because it's got to process the stuff. All right, we'll get back to the liver in a minute. But how about the kidneys? Urine. You're pissing like a racehorse, but that kidney is throwing out the alcohol as fast as it can. But you know what? It'll live in the kidney for up to five days. <laughs> Who knew? And in your hair, in your hair follicles, it 
you know, they can take a strand of hair and check it out in a certain piece of equipment, and they can tell if you've had alcohol up to 90 days. What is that with alcohol? And what is alcohol and estrogen? Estrogen. Well, we talked about the big belly and how estrogen, what we call phytoestrogen, is in in the hops that goes to make the beer. So you big old beer bellies, there's that big old belly again. And now you have all kinds of reactions in the body from drinking alcohol, men, boobs, moobs, we call them, because it's estrogen. It's a female hormone. And even though both men and women have estrogen, women have more, of course. That's why we have breast. But man, boobs. Okay, go ahead, drink your beer. But that's a lot of alcohol produced in the body. It's not even produced. It's, you know sucked up in there and then you got all kinds of reactions that's happening and one of those is that it causes more estrogen in the body i had a friend who was kind of a protege and when i first met her she was such a puppy she was not quite 20 now she's somewhere around 40 45. But when she had the cutest little body on the planet, can fit in anything and look magnificent. And now that she's older, she took up a little bit of drinking with her girlfriends and her beaus and whatever. And she's got the biggest breast on the planet. Okay? Just Fed those titties up to the yin-yang. At any rate, when you take in a lot of alcohol, especially beer, but this is the latest study on drinking. Girls, listen to this. Will cause breast cancer. Hmm? That's part of the latest study. Will not may, will cause breast cancer. And how about dyeing your hair? New study causes breast cancer. How about, I, I can go through a whole grocery list and we're wondering why. I had a lady ask me yesterday. It's never happened to me before. Remember my telling you these things? Never happened before. I said, sweetie, you've never been 57 before. So what happened in all those years in the past? You think you're going to stay stagnant? You start to drink, you stop drinking, you start smoking, you stop smoking. uh, You're eating fast food, you are a vegan and eat clean. Look at all these changes in your body. And you only drink a glass of wine a night. Okay, that's me. Only one, maybe two. But red wine 
because red wine is a lot healthier than the white wine and so much healthier than the hard liquor. And what is it out there? You're going to read and discern whatever it is that appeals to you, that appeases you. But uh, dark liquor is more detrimental than the white liquor. So people drink vodka. Hmm. Okay, but it's still affecting the liver. Did you get that? Still affects the liver. Drinking alcohol and health. We're going to talk about all of these things that you need to know how these things are working in your body. Alcohol can change the way a woman's body metabolizes estrogen. And I have a ton of women, and a ton, I'm telling you, that are trying to get preggers. Oh, I have my latest poop baby on the way. Yep, last week. Mm Mm-hmm. She's pregnant. We are so excited. I feel like a new mom or maybe a grandmother. But, yeah, the work that I do helps produce baby. But. I take women who are coming into me and are preparing for baby off alcohol. You cannot drink this stuff and invite the baby into this body. It's just not going to work. It causes blood estrogen levels to rise, and uh, that throws the, the delicate balance off. So estrogen may in turn increase the risk of a lot of things and not getting pregnant is one of them. Breast cancer is another. Study. Go ahead. Figure it out. New study finds that moderate drinking is linked to high risk of stroke. Yep, high blood pressure, stroke. Had you heard that before? This is the latest study. Now, there was um, this research on alcohol consumption, and um, it is one of those things that says the latest study on drinking will cause a lot of things. But most people don't even want to hear it. Hmm. I have the latest study from the Mayo Clinic. The the Mayo Clinic people. This is where the Teflon sticks. But okay. It says one drink a night... Drinking alcohol in moderation generally is not, generally is not the cause for concern. But according to the National Institute of Alcohol and Abuse and Alcoholism and all that good stuff, uh huh, drinking is considered to be in the moderate low risk 
for women at one or more drinks a day. Oh, we're not talking about pregnant women now because you can hang it up. Anything that you do is in jeopardy if you're pregnant, period, right? You can't do anything. You can't go anywhere. You can't drink. You can't smoke. You can't exercise. Wrong. The newest study is showing that alcohol consumption, you know, through the Mayo Clinic, is okay. But this is since February 2018. New study just released. Now, this is a study in the U.S., because I'm going to give you the Chinese study in a minute. In the U.S., but the, the U.S. studied 195 countries in the last 16 years to conclude eight drinks per day is a leading cause of death and disability. They didn't go into the disability like uh, drinking and driving and maiming and killing and death and disability. Alcohol and medication. They went through the whole bit. So do you really want to kill yourself because you like the old sauce? Medications. Let's start with antibiotics. These are all studies in the last 16 years. You may need to wait at least 72 hours after finishing a course of antibiotics, which means you're going to stop drinking for 72 hours and then you can start back up again. According to these folks, antibiotics. Before taking an antibiotic and a doctor will give you and said, you can, look, he's writing it down or she's writing it down. Go ahead and take this antibiotic for seven or 10 days or 12 days or whatever it's, you know, prescribed. Um, but you may want to wait 72 hours after finishing your antibiotics to take any kind of alcohol. Had you heard that before? Has the doctor ever mentioned alcohol in the same breath as antibiotics before? Uh, this is the latest study. Listening, you, you should listen to your, your, your pharmacist. Uh, go ask them when you pick up your medication. Ask. And then decide what you need to do before and after your antibiotics. Even if there's an infection, you should know. It's, it's, you're not going to die right away, right? So you might want to wait 72 hours before you take your antibiotics because there are interactions. You can drink alcohol and this is another one, taking your 
uh, cholesterol um, medication, statins. Statins are detrimental. Anyway, I I have so many articles on statins that says, and these are written by cardiologists, doctors that deal with heart and heart attacks and all that good stuff. Do not take a statin, they say. These are the articles that I have. I, I, I don't try to talk anybody out of taking statins. I just, my clients, I just print out the articles and give it to them. Hey, read the article. Written by an MD. MD, a cardiologist, a specialist in hearts. And they're saying that if you have high cholesterol, this is your GP, your general practitioner that spends most of the day picking boils and putting out fevers, right? They say, take this statin, your cholesterol is high, period. That's it. And you just jump right on into it, right into the pit of fire, and you take the statins. And some of the, my clients are coming in and have been on statins for as much as high as, as long as 15 years, probably longer. Uh, and, and my eyes jiggle back and forth, and I go, whoa, okay, well, I'm going to give you the latest information, and a couple of these articles go back. It's not the latest. It goes back to um, 12 years. I, I collect this stuff, and I educate people. That's one of the things that I do, but taking statins, and drinking alcohol, O-M-G. You can drink alcohol while taking a statin, and it inhibits all a statin is doing. What are you doing? What are you doing? You have high cholesterol. It's caused by what you're eating. You're taking... Um, statins because the doctor gave it to you. You never check the side effects. You never check how it's having an effect interacting with other things you may be taking. Statins are used to help to protect the heart, they say, and vascular system, they say, and to lower your risk of heart attack and stroke, they say. But you know something? Alcohol and statins don't mix. I just want you to consider that this is what the latest study is saying. It elevates your triglycerides levels. Mm-mm. And that is dangerous to the liver and you're drinking hard liquor taking statins and you wonder why your liver dies eventually uh-huh okay I'll leave that one alone how about taking supplements now I'm gonna pick on everybody here cause what 
what is it? I do. I have a glass of wine at night. Red wine, because it has healing properties in it. Not the white wine, that's sugar. I don't want that. Uh, I don't need it, I should say. Uh, however, I am a crackhead for the sugar. But I know in moderation my sugars and I know how to balance them off. Well, that's a whole nother Oprah. I'll tell you about that another time. But take supplements. It is important to take supplements, but not to exceed the dosage of the different vitamins, minerals, supplements that you're taking when you're drinking alcohol. It has a, some kind of uh, high-dose effect if you're taking high doses of different, uh, of different uh, what you call it, supplements, right? But I also, I have, a, a, where's my list of the different, uh, let me find it here. It's the different supplements and how it's affected when you take alcohol. And there are some of you that are alcoholics. Did I say that out loud? And are on supplements, like that's going to make a difference. Excuse me, it doesn't. One cancels out the other. Supplements. Mm -hmm. If you drink alcohol while taking supplements, uh, it's important that you should know that Vitamin A, vitamin E, a lot of the um, supplements that are soluble, water-soluble based, um, alcohol combined with these leads to worsening of the liver. Now, the liver. Liver is real important. That's why they call it liver. It is the hardest working organ in the body. Everybody knows that by now. And when you get cirrhosis of the liver from drinking too much alcohol, then it is going to die. And then you'll have to have, what, a liver transplant if you can. There's a lot of people out here that drink way too much. I talked to you about my client who he drinks, he smokes, he convoits, he, he's an A blood type, so his body can't process meat, but he's a meat eater. And he's, oh, and remember when I told you he, we took his uh, uh, blood so that we could discern what his blood type was? And he's a blood type A, and he didn't believe it, so we did it again, didn't charge him. He's a blood type A. He didn't believe it because he loves his meat and he wants to eat it, so... He went to his doctor. He's a blood type A. You know what? 
he dismisses his doctor. He's going to a special clinic. And one of the things that he has on his list to do is his blood type. Mm-hmm. See, there are people out here that want what they want. They're going to eat what they want. Their body is showing all the signs of needing help. And yet, you're not going to believe it. You have to hit bottom before you can come up, right? Some people hit bottom and they're out. Bottom, out. That's it. Ground zero. Nothing's lower than zero, right? You know that. Nothing is zero hour is where they are and they are gone. Okay. After zero, there is nothing. And there are people that have developed, uh, it's not a development. They have disintegrated into zero. So they call it, um, all the, what is it that they call it? Ground zero? So when you hit zero and there's no place else to go, what do you want to do? Do you want to die? You choose to die. You die. You wake up dead. That's it. So... I think this guy, this client of mine, he's going to this next level of dismissing everybody in his path to this clinic that he was referred to that is going to help him recognize that he's at the bottom, that he's at ground zero. And we'll see. When he comes back next week, what it is that he needs to do. So he he claims he wants to live, and that's the claim for most people out there. I I'm good. I want to live. I want to live on this planet. But if you're running to failure, you're running towards failure. It is not going to happen, people. People die every day. And they, there's people that die prematurely. There's people that can withstand a lot. It's your metabolism. It's your gene factor. It's a lot of things taken into consideration. But I'm telling you, this is one of those that if you... Okay, people have to drink two or more drinks throughout the day that makes your risk really high for stroke. Uh, two or more drinks a day. And there are some people that are sauced for three or four days in a row. Uh, I don't get how the, I guess the gene factor, the, their, um, their metabolism, 
how the body is processing it and maybe even speeds up the process of putting that stuff through and out of there. Um, this is what the Chinese have discovered. Uh, let me see where it says. In a study conducted in, in China, uh, the researchers found that moderate drinking slightly raises the risk of stroke and high blood pressure. So, if you have high blood pressure and you can't understand why, check the amount of alcohol you're drinking. Because if you're eating clean, you're working out, you're doing all the things that you're supposed to, but you drink, your risk of high blood pressure is there. They weren't able to figure it out, though, whether small amounts of alcohol may also increase the chances of a heart attack. They haven't figured that out, but there are some people that have. People who have a drink or two a day uh, have always been thought of as low risk of stroke. I remember my husband's mom who lived alone after her husband died and she remained in bed most of the time. She's just a feisty old girl that would dress up in frizzy, frilly type of night dress and lay in the bed and watch TV. Oh, talk on the phone. Oh, that was her biggest joy now that he was gone. You know what I mean? So what we didn't realize, though, until... I think my husband knew he was just in as much denial as she was. She was a closet drinker. And uh, let's bounce back a little bit for those that remember the department store called uh, the Broadway. Remember the Broadway? Um, the Broadway used to sell liquor. And Mother Holloway had a Broadway credit card. Uh-huh. And what we didn't know, couldn't figure out where she was getting the liquor. She was ordering it through the Broadway. They would deliver it to her house. And it wasn't like cases of it. It was a bottle or two at a time and not a big bottle. It was a small amount. And she would lay in the bed, watch TV, talk to her friends, drink her liquor. Oh, she was in her own party time. Now, wait a minute. Mother Holiday, Holloway was one of these people that read the Bible swore to God, uh, everything was just absolutely peachy creamy when it comes to her prayers. Oh, she could pray. This woman could pray. And she also could drink. Well, now, how many other ones are there out there? Do you know about your mom sipping every now and then? Do you know about the 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 person that you're a caregiver for that has this little thing of 
drinking a little alcohol every now and then. You know, it is amazing how people survive. My my client, this this ground zero person, he has been at this for years and he's still above dirt. I'm amazed, appalled, and amazed that he is still, you know, having at it with the liquor and the cigarettes and eating the meat. Well, my metabolism would never work with that. I, I'd have been dead years ago. And there are people that die young and you wonder how they uh, uh, are not alive because they are doing everything right. And yet they're out jogging and drop dead from a heart attack. Anybody ever check their liquor cabinet? Huh? Huh? Their beer cabinet? Their wine cabinet? Those that participate in drinking the spirits reach that level where the body can't handle it anymore. And as far as the studies are concerned, the studies are talking about different things. You know, your cholesterol, your um your blood arteries, uh, different things that goes on in your body away from alcohol. When you go to your doctor, do you hold your hand up and admit, Doc, I'm an alcoholic, or Doc, I drink a glass of wine a night, or a shot, a, a liquor, and I'm having a pain right back here or right up here, or in my belly. Could be the alcohol. Had you thought about it? Hmm? The harms that drinking will cause, the weight that it will put on you, the big belly that you get from drinking alcohol? Okay. Your overweight alcohol is calories. Alcohol will cause... Fat, we talked about it as visceral fat last week, remember? Visceral fat in the belly. You have skinny arms, skinny legs, and a big belly. Uh -huh. Could be the alcohol. Hmm. Is there no safe alcohol levels? Well... Let's see what research says. Research says, uh, this is in 2018, published in the Lancet, um, whatever that is, which looked at the data of 28 million people worldwide to determine the harms of drinking. And they say drinking far outweighs any potential health benefits. Wait a minute. Did I say that right? It says far outweighed any potential health benefits. The study found 
that the health risks start off with a small one drink a day, but rapidly rises as people drink more. Mm-hmm. Considering the risk, it concluded there is no safe level of alcohol. And I know there's people out there that stood up and walked around in a circle and farted and said, I'm drinking my alcohol. I don't care what it says. I'll die. I'll go to ground zero. I'll risk my sins. And I'll wash them away in alcohol. What was it that was in the Bible? What was it? It said, um, the Bible stated that uh, drinking alcohol, wait a minute, it said drinking alcohol, is drinking alcohol a sin? They, this is, here it is. They held that both, they hailed, excuse me, they hailed that both the Bible and Christian tradition taught that alcohol is a gift from God, that it makes life more joyous. <laughs> that is so funny, because it is joyous. Makes you feel good, right? It's a gift from God. But overindulgence, in, I'm sorry, overindulgence leading to drunkenness is sinful. Well, okay. Uh, just remember how much alcohol you can drink in a day. The guidelines. Alcohol is consumed. It should be in moderation. This is what it was said years ago. Up to one drink a day for women and up to two drinks a day for men. Uh, this is football season. Need I say more? Okay. And then it says, it's okay to drink one drink a night. This is the Mayo Clinic again. One drink a night. That's me, right? One drink a night. It, it just helps the food go down better. To me, it, it, it just pairs with salmon. Okay? Just a glass of wine, piece of salmon, little broccoli. Uh, I'm good. Last night it was with uh, sweet potatoes, broccoli. Really good stuff. And a glass of Merlot. Thank you very much. Okay, so what? What are we going to do? Who are we going to listen to? How are we going to govern this? You have a metabolism that's different from any metabolism on the planet. You have a body that's unlike any other body walking. Okay. So what I want to do uh, uh, next week 
is talk about, okay, something disappeared. What disappeared? Oh, I have a caller online. Caller, are you there? I am. Oh, hi. hi. Tell me your name and where you're calling from. Well, I'm Peter Goldstein, and I'm currently in New York City. I live in Colorado, and I'm calling in, I guess I'm a little early for your next segment. Oh, the next segment is with uh, Jonathan? Correct. Okay, so yeah, you're premature, because I've got another maybe 10 minutes. Hang in there, though, Jonathan. I mean, uh, Peter. Peter Goldstein. Right? Sure, I'd love to. If, if I may, I'd love to listen in on your call and the rest of your call. You're absolutely welcome to. Just mute your phone so we don't get that background shuffle, okay? You bet. All okay. Right, thank you. Thank sorry, you, Peter. Sorry if I you. No, Bye-bye. not a big deal. We are talking about alcohol and drinking, right? The scientists tracked more than 500,000 people across China following them for a solid decade. They recorded their medical history, including whether or not smoking and drinking and excessive everything, even exercise has a lot to do with how people are dealing with the alcohol. So their studies overall, the study with alcohol increased stroke. Sorry, people. That's bottom line. Increased stroke, increased heart attacks. And this is just two drinks a day, which could qualify what? Any moderate drinking? Uh Uh-uh. Scientists say they should have an increase of stroke risk about 10% to 15% more than the non-drinkers. So you non-drinkers out there, you're good unless you're smoking, uh, unless you are not taking your supplements. Uh, the alcoholic industry, they're thriving. They're going to make their money because you know what? The majority of you don't want to hear this because you're going to have your booze. You're going to have your cigarettes. You're going to do what you're going to do anyway. Okay. So there you have it. If if we get together next week, and I certainly hope that you come and join me next week, that um, you do what you have to do to keep your body good and healthy. My name is India Holloway. You've been listening to the Inner Light Radio. I want to invite you to come in uh, and send me any kind of uh, information, anything you want to hear about, talk about, or learn about, because it's your body. 
right? It is your body and what you do with your body is going to determine how that body lives on this planet. And if you want to live above dirt, there are certain things that you have to do. Um, and if you don't do it, and it's your body, right? If you don't do it, it's going to affect how you're going to die. You want to die a premature death with no dignity? Go ahead. Knock yourself out. And for those that do want to live and live a good, hearty, healthy life with least amount of fuss, then you need to continue to listen to the Inner Light Radio. I lost my screen here. I don't know where it went. Okay, so, well, it's not there. Join me uh, every week at this very same time. But in between times, you can reach me at India's Healthy Living Studios. Uh, I'm sorry, India's Healthy Living at yahoo.com. Send me an email and I'll get it and respond. How about going to my website, healthylivingstudios.com. Check out what we do here. And if you want to send me a message, you can reach me at 866-557-9557. And if my phone doesn't ring at the studio or doesn't pick up at the studio, my cell phone will. So you're just, you know, right there. You're right there with me. You are welcome to come and join us anytime. And in our studio, this is the things that we do. Live blood cell analysis. Amazing what happens when you see your live blood cells floating around on the big screen and all the stuff that's in your blood. We will label it for you. Name it. Everything from dirty blood to not enough oxygen, not enough uh, hydration, uh, parasites, you're deficient in your vitamin D. It's so much we can see in your blood. You get a chance to see it as well. I do iridology. We pair up the blood cell analysis with the iridology. We're going to see some of the same stuff. Amazing. And you see your eyeball on the big screen. You see exactly what I see. There's no guesswork here. We do colonics. We clean out that filthy colon of yours, and we shine it up, and now you're feeling better. And we do ionic foot bath, the Tesla energy lights, OMG, nothing like it, ozone therapy, and we have the zapper for parasites. I'm telling you, there's a lot to be had, there's a lot to know, and there's a lot of things you can do to stay healthy. But the individual healthy body is yours. It's yours to have. And if you know your body well enough, and it all comes through education, 
education is the key because if you know your body well enough through education, then you can ignore the idiots out there that don't know. You can ignore the idiots that come to you and say, oh, no, I heard, or oh, no, I wouldn't do that if I were you. But you know what? It's okay because you've been educated. So I want to say with love and great gratitude, come see what we do. Come see how we do it. Until next week at this very same time, ciao for now. Healthy.